Friday, welcome to Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks right here on the Mayo Media Network. Thanks so much for taking the time to hang out. We got five games on the ice this evening. Going to break them all down with Cam Stewart, give some picks, some props, have some fun on this show, talk some hockey. If you're just new, please rate, review, subscribe, smash that like button as Mayo likes to say. And I'll circle back before puck drop. If you have a question, comment, concerns. A season-long fantasy hockey question because we know it is uh, just two weeks away until that fantasy hockey championship will be won in your leagues. Leave it there in the comment section. I'll circle back before puck drop. It is time, though, for the prize picks play of the day. If you're new to prize picks, check them out, prizepicks.com. You can mix and match across all the sports that you love. Follow the link in the description for a 100% first deposit match of up to $100 using a promo code. Follow that link in the description, and away you go. So prizepicks.com. Lots of hockey plays, tons. And I mentioned Max Pacioretty the other day and Jonas Brodeen. I'm going back to both of these guys. Let's start with Brodeen, 2.5. He was 2.6 the other day. He's got a matchup against the Sharks. He only has two points in his last 15 games. If he gets an assist, then we're in trouble. But he doesn't get a lot of power play time. And really, he's not doing a lot of the things that he normally, like blocking shots and shooting the puck a lot. A couple, couple weeks ago, he was on the power play. But now that he's not on that second unit, I'm comfortable taking the under 2.5 here. He only has two points in his last 15 games. He only has more than one shot in three of his last 12, more than one block in three of his past 10. And he's been under 2.5 fantasy points in seven of his last nine games. You get half a point for a shot, half a point for a block. I feel comfortable taking the under in Jonas Brodeen. And then Max Pacioretty, we mentioned him kind of loosely towards the end of the prize pick segment. We've been talking about him a lot on this show about how he's a streaky goal scorer. And once he gets going, just look out. 4.5 tonight against the Ducks. He hit the other night against LA. Fresh off a three-point game, a goal and two assists. A goal in back-to-back games. Three of his past four. 18 shots in his last five games. He's also blocking a few shots here and there as well. Four blocks over his last four games. 21 shots in five games against the Ducks this season. He's had at least five shots in three of those five games. So give me Max Pacioretty. Mark Stone starting to heat up a little bit. Chandler Stevenson back there on that line, hitting the score sheet as well since he's returned from a suspension. There's lots of plays over at prizepicks.com. Check them out. Follow that link, as I mentioned, in the description for the promo code. Let's bring in Cam Stewart. Cammy, what's going on, man? Five games on the ice. Yeah. Hey, Meany, how you doing, buddy? I'll tell you one hanging thing. Hanging in there, buddy. <laughs> That's me, hanging too. In there. I'm, bar- I'm barely hanging in there. The Masters, I didn't see. Oh, yeah, the old rain delay, the Justin Thomas three-putt. I'm, oh, yeah, that's good. That's helping my matchup bets. Had San Jose uh, a couple times. I'm like, I, I, I'm going to – I I can't believe this oh, team. Oh, the Sharkies. Oh, they are so – They're dead to us now. Bad. Right? Oh, Meany, I don't know what happened. Like, SJ Sharky, it's the minnow from Gilligan's Island. These guys suck. Uh, who's in net tonight? Is it Mr. Jones or the coroner? The new the new goalie, the co- coroner with a, with a K. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. But just our luck meeting will fade these turkeys and they'll come up with their best performance of the year. I don't know who wants to get in in the West right now. It's absolutely wild. Like Arizona, they're losing to Minnesota. And you know what? I hate to say that the St. Louis Blues, they figured something out, man. This team, if they get in, it's going to be different. So I'd rather rely on something that I know. The Blues, they've been there. They got the pedigree. But I'll tell you, the Sharks are never going to be a part of anything anymore. I wish I faded them. Uh, man, they're bad. Losing to the Ducks by four goals, four goals, three goals. Come on, get bent. 
<laughs> and what we said on the show on Wednesday when they were playing the Ducks, they were minus 190 favorites. Oh, I know. <laughs> we, just, we actually stayed away from them. I we ripped them a little yes, bit. Yes. And then we were just like, ah, we can't really put our money on Anaheim, which we probably well, obviously should have. Should have. Yeah. But we just stayed away. We said there's no reason this team should be minus 190 favorites. So, Cam, they played the Ducks in three of their past five games. They lost 5-1, yep. 4-0, and 4-1. <laughs> so they got outscored by Anaheim. Oh. 13 to one, a 13 to two. I, and just, they were fighting for a playoff spot this time last week. There was like a glimmer of hope that they could get in, but they're brutal. The Sharks broadcast is absolutely ripping everyone on their team. I, I kind of enjoyed that, but yeah, man, I'm struggling here today. I could hardly get through a prize pick segment. I got this <laughs> struggling. Like, just like yes. breathe, breathe. Max Pacioretty over four and a half. Um, yeah, we'll have some fun here today on the show. We got a few picks. Um, Let's uh, let's actually. I want to get your guys' thoughts on Campbell because we've talked about him a lot. I know the Leafs are not in today. I can hear Matt already talking through the mic. Um, <laughs> is there any cause for concern, or is it just fine? It's like, listen, Matthews is not playing. Nylander's not playing. They're they're comfortable in a playoff spot. No, Campbell's going to bring it back, or is there cause for concern? It's cause for concern. I'll get Matt to talk about it too. I think there's big cause for concern. Campbell's a good goalie, but if you watch the last few games. The angles have been off. He hasn't looked like the same guy. And let's remember, you know, this guy was a, a backup goaltender for the for the Kings for a while, and then he just caught a heater with the Leafs. There's no guarantees here, and it's a tough position when you lose confidence. I'll say this. Riddich isn't the answer uh, moving forward. Freddie Anderson's hurt, so we don't know where we're going to get with him, and he's streaky as uh, to begin with. I'm telling you one thing, man. Look at the Winnipeg Jets in the north. They got Connor Hellebuck. They're doing this without Wheeler. You know what I mean? My boy Connor, uh, Big Ginger, he's, he's, oh, he's, up he's his awesome. Game. Oh, he's so underrated. I, I love this guy. And that's the thing. And Matt will tell you as a Leaf fan, I don't I don't look at things through rose colored colored glasses like some of these people. I'm very realistic with the team. They're good. They got they got weapons. I think Felino is going to be huge when he gets into the lineup. Got to wait for the COVID, whereas other teams already have their guys acclimated. But the goaltending is a big concern, Meanie. Like, you know, Campbell has no play. Like, that's the thing. He's got no playoff experience. When Anderson plays, he can't get by Boston. I know you don't have to play them, but still, he has ghosts in his head, and Riddich is not a starter. I think there's big concern. What do you think, Matt? I mean, we've been pumping up Campbell's tires here for a little bit. We joked maybe four weeks ago about how maybe this guy could be the game one starter for the Leafs. It looks like he will be the game one starter for the Leafs, but what have you seen lately? Is it more so Campbell coming back down to earth, or is it just a couple bad games? I think it's a mixture of the two, but I think there is a cause for concern. I don't want to be on the show saying, oh, everything's going to be all right. Because, I mean, if he keeps playing like that, the Leafs are going to meet another first-round exit, and it's as simple as that. Uh Um, Campbell's not the biggest goalie, and I think Cam nailed it. If his angles aren't on on any given night, and if he doesn't play positionally well, then he's in trouble. It's the same thing in Nashville with UC Saros. Saros is on one of the biggest heaters of his life. He's an undersized oh, goalie, 5'10", yep. just a small guy. But if he's off by a tiny bit on his positioning, teams will expose him and beat him like no other. Uh, I think Campbell is somewhere in between this magnificent elite goalie and this backup, which means I think he's a very average starter. I don't think he is a backup anymore. I also don't think he is the second coming of Jesus Christ, like a lot of people think he is at this point. Uh, If Freddie is a healthy goalie, I think at this point you kind of go to Freddie and have him as your number one starter, but I don't think that's a reality that the Leafs will face. Uh, I don't think they'll chuck Freddie in unless he's 100%, thus the David Riddick uh, acquisition. But as of right now, I still think this is Campbell's net to lose. I don't think he's going to lose it to Riddick. 
Yeah, I, I would agree with that too. I know there's some rumblings and in, in Leafs Nation is just, it's so jokes, right? You say, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's all over the place. It's like, okay, well, why would you go and get Riddick? It's, it's certainly in Campbell's head. It's like, no guys, like, come on. You need to have some insurance. You need to have like, just in case anything happened to Campbell, if Anderson's not ready to go. I think Anderson would need to have a couple games. In. I mean, you can't just throw him in cold in the playoffs, but I think you know, out of everything that you said there, Cam, and both of you guys, I think spot on the Jets, talking about the jets for a while on this show i like the jets they're strong down the middle they have their third and fourth lines compete they're probably deeper than than most teams in the north here the leafs are pretty deep as well but hellebuck he's the best goalie in this division he's arguably the best goalie in the league and he's a guy that can steal a game or two and he's a guy that can steal a series there's there's really no question about it so i think the jets are one of those teams that are very sneaky to me. And all of a sudden they're one point back of the Leafs in the North. We'll, we'll, we'll get off that whole yeah. train. Let's talk about two other teams here in the North. You know, speaking of cause for concern, the Canadians, there's no question uh, at home minus 134 against the Calgary flames flames. Again, road dogs. The total here is five and a half. We were on the under six Cam, I like the under five and a half. Me you know, too, buddy. I get scared with the empty net stuff that happens. You're going to have to sweat that out, but this is Calgary now that have won four straight against the Habs. 4-1, nothing. They've outscored them 11-3. None of those games have been fluky. They have dominated all of those games. They've given nothing to the Canadians offensively. A team in Montreal that usually controls the puck 5-5. Five and five. They don't give up a lot of shots 5-5. Five and five, And they usually have more shots 5-5. Five and five. They're among the leaders. Yep in terms of generating high danger chances, scoring chances and shots on goal at five and five. And the flames have just shut them down. And we said on the show on Wednesday that we would probably see Calgary's best effort of the season, knowing how desperate that they were. They entered tonight, just four back of the Habs. They played three more games. I expect to see the same Calgary team. It's not about effort in Montreal. It's about personnel. It's about the blue line, the back end. It's about Weber and Edmondson and these guys that are not playing good. I like Calgary again tonight, man. I think it's a really good price, plus 115. I'm with you. I think uh, I think we ride Calgary, meaning. I think this is a team that feels it. And the thing is, they also understand. I love what you said about the total. I think people are just going to go back to the over. But if you watched the last game, it was under all the way with an empty net goal. Calgary understands they can't be screwing around. They got to win this game in regulation, too. So if they score the first goal, I think there's going to be attention to def detail, defense, play a two-way game, and that's the thing. In hockey, we know, guys, you don't get that three points for the regulation, which I wish they would change. It's two, and it's hard to climb teams. If they can find a way to beat Montreal, get two points, and Montreal gets zero, they're in this thing. Even though with Montreal, with games in hand, they're getting confidence. I think the Flames to the under is the way we play this game. And uh, this team right now, they're starting to feel it. They outplayed the Leafs. They outplayed the Canadians. Markstrom's in net. I think they see, the, they see they can get into this thing and be a part of the race. I'm on Calgary. Yeah, and they beat Edmonton the game before that. So they come mm -hmm. in, they've won three straight, and they've only given up a couple goals over that span. And they play the Canadians three more times next week huge. at home. Yeah, this is huge it for them, right? It's, <laughs> it's absolutely huge. I uh, Like I said, the, on Wednesday, no shot props for me in this game. I think if you want to take the under on Tyler Toffoli, you can. It's just nerve-wracking because he is the shooter on that team, but he didn't hit it. I'm telling you, the Flames, they just don't give up a whole lot. Matthew Kachuk had five shots in that game, so he's the one guy that I would lean to. Uh, but other than that, like, that's it. I was looking at prize picks, and Kachuk is at three, and Goudreau is at 2.6. I mean, pretty 2.5. I could I could get behind Johnny Goudreau, 2.5. He gets an assist and a shot, then you're then you're there. But 
for the most part, I don't see a lot of offense in this game. And since we're on the North, the Canucks were supposed to play tonight against the Oilers, and that game's postponed. What do you think is going to happen with Vancouver? Here's the thing. When JT Miller and the team comes out and says, we're not ready to play, the NHL's like, hey, guys, you know, Uh-oh. and and they were going to play. <laughs> this is the best meeting. They were going to play like four games in like five nights, too, coming off a COVID variant where they have no, like, they're basically on the can and they're throwing up, they're dehydrated. Like, are you kidding me? I hate to say this. It's a, it's a nightmare, but there's a lot of things affected by this. You can't just keep on extending and extending, right? Like, you might have to shut the Canucks down. I don't think they were going to be a part of this thing anyway, but it's kind of crazy. I know they don't want to do that for the integrity of the league, but really, is this team going to make the playoffs anyway? Take a look at the standings in the North. This is a serious health issue. This isn't some joke. 21 guys had it, right? So yeah. we got enough problems in this country, right, with vaccines and everything else. Like, it's a nightmare. Let's call it out for what it is. It's, it's brutal. And I think they might have to shut these guys down. They're going to give it a go. But when the players are like, we're not playing, and how, what kind of health are they going to have? You have to have beautiful, like – you know what I mean? You got to be in great shape to play hockey regularly in a beer league, let alone at the NHL level. Like this is crazy stuff. It affects your breathing, everything else. I don't know. I think it's ridiculous. I think they should shut it down. Yeah. And you're not just Miller. You're hearing about other players who like the writings on the wall that they're not even going to be able to return, even if the Canucks return and play, like they just can't, they're not feeling well. And Mm -hmm. some bogus reporters are saying that the Canucks would have a break after all of this and they would be rested in (laughs) this. That's not true. Like that is an absolute joke to hear that kind of nonsense. This team hasn't played since March 24th and guys are absolutely still hurting. I'm with you. Shut it down. The one thing is like, I just, you know, like they got four more games against the flames. Like what happens in those games or those automatic wins for Calgary. It is a complete mess, but I don't think Vancouver should be playing hockey games right now. And, you know, obviously this game tonight was postponed. I think they're scheduled to play tomorrow as well. That's not uh, happening against the Leafs. Yeah. Like it's, it's tough, man. Um, we'll move on, but I just, I wanted to get your thoughts on that. It's, it's not a great situation. I'm glad Miller spoke up um, because it's tough, right? They're, they're going through something right now and, and, they're feeling it more than other teams had have felt it. Exactly. Like, there were other teams like Minnesota and the, the Avs, and I think the Habs and the Devils who had maybe 10 days off in one practice and got into it. This is like 20 plus days off. Exactly. Here. And it's a different if it's it's different. I'm not a doctor, but you heard the players. Other guys had mild symptoms like colds and, and yeah. flu symptoms and stuff. These guys are breathing on the can, dehydration. Like, come on, man. You can't be playing hockey with those type of situations. Let's be real. No question. All right, Boston and New York, the Islanders in town here. This is the second of two straight. Boston won last night 4-1. They had Tuka Rask back, uh, minus 114 for the Bruins, minus 103 for the Islanders, 12-18, and 18, or 12-28, and 28, rather, against the spread for Boston, 22-16-6. and 6. The Islanders, 22-20 and 20 against the spread, 27-11-4. and 4. Man, we've been talking a lot on this show about Craig Smith, that second line. Uh, he was on the first line for a mm-hmm. video line he's scoring goals taylor hall last night had his first as a bruin rask is back these are the kind of things that you and i were talking about with boston 52 points right now they have a four point cushion on the new york rangers for the fourth spot in the east and they played two fewer games so we won't get rask uh we will probably see sway man sway man making saves with his hand yeah sway man i like swayman Boston's got four goalies. <sighs> yeah, don't forget me. I'm Vlader. Darth Vlader's hanging around, swaying. Like, what are the Bruins? What are they up to? I'll tell you one thing. Better goalies than most teams have like <laughs> yeah. one. The best is the Seattle Kraken will get one of these one of these guys when everything's said and done, probably. But uh, yeah, I, I, I here's the thing, Meanie. I was wrong last night with the Islanders, and 
you know, it's nice to see Zajac get his uh, first uh, goal with them since the trade. They got to be better. The we talk about the Islanders, what's holding them back? That power play is abysmal. They might as well might as well just play five on five hockey the whole game. It needs to get better. Um, I think they're still getting acclimated with the new players. Also, they own Boston this year. They, they, what, didn't they go 5-0 and the first games? Boston got sick of losing. This might be a bounce-back spot with the Islanders, even though I was wrong the other night. I think they got to start to figure it out. We're getting near the end here, new new players. I think Trotz will have them ready to rock in this game. I have a lean to the Islanders. I don't love it, but I, I think they can get it done tonight. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I think a bounce back too. This is this is still a pretty good hockey team. You know, the under is hit for the most part when these two teams play. Um, but you know, <laughs> some respect Five. for Slayman. The nine two six save percentage is pretty strong, and for Sorokin nine one five, like it's pretty strong too. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm with you though. I like the Islanders. I think they bounce back here. Competitive team. It was a close game for the most part until the end of the um, the third, and it kind of just broke away. But Taylor Hall now is a guy who's been uh, he's been hitting shot props. He's obviously a, a motivated player playing, you know, going from Buffalo to Boston. I don't mind him on the shot prop train. Let's see what do we got here. I mean, he's got the six shots in the in the two games. He found the back of the net. Uh, I'm not seeing him. And he wants a long-term deal, right, Manny? It doesn't matter who it's going to be with. He has to play great till the end of the year. He's yes. not going to get $8 million. Oh, I, can, I can guarantee you that, but he needs something. Right. So he has to play his best hockey for some team to take a chance. Right. Yeah, for sure. He, he absolutely has to. Uh, Taylor Hall at William Hill minus one oh five, two and a half. There were times earlier in the year where this guy was three and a half shots. I wish I was jumping on unders then. Uh, but one and a, minus one oh five, William Hill, two and a half for Taylor Hall. You're right. He has to. And I, I just I had a little chuckle when he got traded to Boston. He's like, oh, yeah, I like this fit. I was really thinking about signing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's like, yeah, but you probably should have, but you decided to go with Buffalo on a one-year deal. Anyways, he's there now. Yeah, it is what it is, but I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you on the aisles, but I like the Hall uh, shot prop here. Should we go Sharkies? Should we talk SJ? I, I got to tell you, <laughs> I'm losing. The Sharks have caused me like that night when I, when you're betting on this team and they're down like three goals after the first, I like, What's ha- if I was a coach of this team, I got to be honest with you, I'd be breaking things. It's like, guys, you had an opportunity playing the Ducks to like make the playoffs and you played your worst hockey of the year. Are they just going to magically flip a switch against the Minnesota Wild? Wild had that game because of the Minnesota shootings. They had a matinee game, meaning they beat Arizona 5-2. to two. The Coyotes at least battle in that game. Like I watched the Sharks play. When Evander Kane is not in the game, they're a totally different team. Carlson and Burns are stealing money. Uh, Jones was hot before. Remember when we, when they were stealing yeah. games again? But now, you know. And I told you the coroner. Like that's I, I don't know what he's up to, but <laughs> rest in peace, Paul Bearer in the coroner. Yeah, you know what, Sharks? You're going to be in a coffin pretty soon because you're you guys are playing like junk. I don't know. This is the type of game though. I go up, put Minnesota in parlays. Oh my God, what a bounce back effort by the Sharks! Like I just I'm staying away. You know what? Over. Over, over, over five and a half. The Sharks give up goals to the Ducks. Minnesota could get five yeah. themselves. It's a good call. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, sometimes I get into a trap where I pick Minnesota under because I don't feel like they score a lot of goals. And then I have respect for Cam Talbot. Like, he's been playing. He's playing great. Right. Yeah. yeah. But then they, then all of a sudden, like, oh, 8 3. They decided to beat the Avs 8 3. They put up five on Arizona. So I got burned the other day. I had mini and the under was the afternoon game. We got the late goal. Minnesota just like turned it on in the third. There was no reason they like Arizona wasn't doing anything in the game and they were just feeling it. Uh, good for them. But I think the over is the play. I will pick Minnesota here. And you're right, man, about the Sharks. Like, 
they'll probably win this game and just to piss us off, uh, you know, <laughs> the Sharks team, I was watching the broadcast the other day. You mentioned Carlson stealing money. Like the broadcast was all over Eric Carlson and they're usually just pumping the tires no matter how bad they're playing with all the guys. They're talking about Carlson just doing way too much. So this team has lost three straight, four or five after winning four straight. Yep. Uh, and, and those games, two of them were against Minnesota, right? Where they, it was like, okay, maybe this team may make the playoffs, but I like Minnesota and I think we can get behind the over two, five and a half. Uh, best let's bring you in. What do you think about this sharks team, man? <laughs> uh, after hearing you guys talk about the sharks for the last like three or four weeks and having more angry moments than happy moments, I've uh, I've stopped betting the San Jose Sharks completely. Yeah, yeah. we and were on them last Friday. I think we got them right. It was the one time we got. Yes, them right. we did. We did. They beat the, the Kings. Kings. Yep. And then I, the very I, next night they got smoked by the Kings. I just have no faith in the Sharks. I think the Sharks that we've seen all season long are the actual Sharks, and this good version of the Sharks is just like ride it while it's hot, and if it stops, like you got to jump off immediately. And you guys have been my train conductor, telling me to jump off. So thank you. I don't know, but more meanie than me. I, I I took them a couple too many times, I think. Now now you have to say enough is enough. Like the Sharks burn money. You put them in parlays. He, he, like to, to Chris's point, like these guys are like minus 200. The Ducks are like, bring it on, man. They got young players on their team. They're just laughing. Like they don't, they don't. I don't know what, yeah. what's going on too. Stolars is like the next coming. They can't score on this guy. I know. What Stolars? The what the hell is going on? There? This league this year is just like wild, man. We were talking about him in DraftKings. <laughs> Stole we, ours, I, starting them. <laughs> yeah, over yes. at FTN in our Discord chat, we it's a great community of guys. We have the Bets Discord and the DFS uh, Discord, depending on what subscript, what package you have. And we were talking about Stolars, like he was seven three on DK. We're like, whatever, we're playing this guy. Just don't allow four. Like, if you don't allow four, you're fine. And he won the game, and he was just fine. And you certainly <laughs> could profit. But it was, it was nerve-wracking to, to, to put him into our lineups and actually spend American dollars on this game. <laughs> um, okay, so Minnesota in the over. Let's go, um, let's go with Colorado and L.A. here. So we have the Avs, heavy favorites, minus 305. It's probably going to push minus 330 or something silly here in a, in a couple hours. 19-24 against the spread, 39-4 for Colorado. So Philip Grubauer is going to miss at least two weeks. Uh, so good thing they picked up Dubnik, even though uh, yep. playing pretty good too. But I don't know who's going to get the call tonight, one of the two. I would say maybe Dubnik here. Uh, and LA plus 255 on the road, 25 and 17 against the spread. Uh, will you put Colorado in parlays? Or you go puck line and you stay away? Are you, you going to eat like a king tonight? What do you No, doing? I'm not going to eat like a king tonight. <laughs> uh, pierogies last night. I'm thinking craft dinner tonight. No, no, no exotic meats or, or seafood at, at this house. SJ Sharkey really put a dent in my uh, shopping uh, shopping list of the last time I took a bunch of jerks. But I will say this, uh, the Kings, they give an effort, but you saw the game against Vegas. It's just Vegas, they, they just play too good. Uh, hey, I'm not going to take Colorado. Maybe LA comes out with an effort here. What do you think about the total in this game? I'm probably going to lay off this game, but I would like the under with both starting goaltenders. I know it's hard to do that in a Colorado game, but there's one trend that I've been noticing when Colorado, they don't really need to win games. But they just—they're just good enough. They can beat you like two to one, three to nothing. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, just yeah. Good enough to win the game. Like I know the over looks enticing, but I'm just gonna have to say no. And I don't have enough faith in the Kings winning the game, even though I want to take them. I can't. Yeah, I know. No, I—I I feel you. And this is the thing too. With a couple weeks left in the season, we—we we talked about this. 
is that when you play like earlier in the year, halfway through the year, some of these teams can win, but now it's like go time, right? The, the thing with this West division is you mentioned the blues earlier. Nobody wants to play the blues. No, like at the wild are going to be very tough too, but St. Louis, I, I don't know. I just feel like this. And if you come first, maybe I'm contradicting myself here, because if you come first, you're most likely going to play the blues and you're not just going to want to lose. So you avoid the blues. You want to win and you want to have the division. But what I noticed from Vegas playing LA last night and the, the past couple of days here, the past week was that they weren't messing around. It was like, no, like, let's just beat this team that just traded a bunch of pieces away at the deadline and let's just hammer them and keep the pedal down. And that's exactly what they did in both of those games. You would think with a two goal lead in the third, the teams are just dumping it in, but they were just trying to score, score goals and get some of these guys who are in slumps like Riley Smith, like Pacioretty out of their slumps and get going. So I may just stay away altogether and take these shot props again with all of these guys like Rantanen and McKinnon. I like, I'm looking at DraftKings here for two point nights. I know you like the under, but we can get Miko Rantanen plus 170 for a two point night, McKinnon plus 140 for a two point night. Uh, maybe just an anytime goal from Miko Rantanen. This guy's got three goals in his last two games. He's got five goals in his last five games. Look at the shots that he's just five, six, four, three, three, he's seven, on, two. He's shooting. He's shooting. It's so tough not to take him. He's got 26 goals in the season. This is a guy that would get over 40 over a full 82 game season. He's just an absolute sniper. So I like all those guys and I'll stay away from Dustin Brown, even though Dustin Brown finally had his shot prop in the last game. I'm not going to, not going to bother with Brown final game here on the night. Speaking of Vegas and the ducks, Vegas minus two forty in Anaheim plus 200 home for the ducks, 27 and 17 against the spread. And the ducks have been one of those hey. credit, man. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> got a lot of one goal losses. All right. They, they took care of the Sharks in, in three of the last, you know, five games. I'm not going to pick them, but. Uh, I might, Meanie. I might. But, but you know what? Quack, quack, quack. I, I, you know, I'm probably off the train a little bit too late. Should have jumped on it earlier. Uh, our foul friends, the Ducks, they've been playing, playing good. And I got one for you, Meanie. Comtois. Mm. He's the guy. He has been on fire. You watch those games against San Jose. Those young players for the Ducks have really stepped up, man. They look good. They look confident. Listen, you said it, though. Vegas looked fantastic. We're watching all their games. The last game against the Kings, they looked like they wanted to dummy them. So here's what we do. If we don't like the Ducks, I'm going to probably play them plus one and a half just to be safe. I think they can hang with Vegas. I like the over because the Ducks are scoring goals and Vegas is going to score goals. I don't care if it's uh, – you know, who do we got? Gibson Guitars going against um, who, who's in who's in net for uh, Vegas? Probably Leonard, Leonard tonight. Probably. Yeah, they go back and forth. Leonard and Leonard's going to eventually have the job, but I don't give a crap who's in net. The way these teams are playing offensively, I think the Ducks can get three or four, and I think Vegas can get four or five. Like, you know what I mean? I expect some goals in this game tonight. Uh, yeah, I, I think that's a good call, actually. Yeah, the, the over. Some of these guys are heating up on the on the Vegas side of things, too. Yeah, they go back and forth. Flurry has kind of turned it up again lately. He had the shutout against Arizona. He only allowed two goals against LA. But yeah, this Vegas team has won four straight after you know losing four of five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I like the puck line. Comtois is a really good call. You know what? It's funny that you mentioned him and you brought him up because he was on prize picks two and a half. Two and a half is pretty low for a guy who's getting a lot of ice time, getting some top power play time. If he gets a goal, he's definitely there. If he gets an assist, he's going to be there because he's shooting a lot too. Two, two, and three mm-hmm. shots on goal for him. He's got three points in his last two games, got a couple goals in his last five as well. So uh, interesting call there from you. Marcia. So is the guy for me, the shot prop 
Um, again, Pacioretty, anytime goal, uh, what I said off the top, he's just starting to heat up a little bit, but Marcia. So four, 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 three, eight, six, zero, four, seven. So this guy is consistently hit now over his last 10, nine of 10. So Marcia, so the shot prop for me and you know, that's, that's going to do it. It's just five games here. Yeah. Uh, Who's the other guy on the Ducks, Meany? Who I'm tr- trying to think of the rushing, uh, the rushing kid. Um, he's been on fire too. I'm just uh, the name's escaping me right now. Um, but Comtois and like the Vol is a Volnoff. Um, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, he guy was on fire, man. I'm just uh, he, the yeah, Ducks team know. has been really very kind of under the radar, and that's the, the point that I'm trying to make is. They're getting things, yeah. Alexander Vol, yeah, Volkov with Comtois Volkov, and Grant. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Like yeah. these, all these guys, they're playing, they're playing good hockey. Like I'm watching their games, and they're they're actually like they're they're like they beat down the Sharks. It wasn't just like San Jose was favorite. It's like Anaheim should have been minus two hundred in that game. They dominated yeah. these guys. Like come on. Some of their young players, like Terry, like Terry's playing a little bit yep. better. Uh, Steele's playing better. You mentioned Comtois, yeah, Volkov, um, Alexander. He was getting some some second power play time as well. It's time for them to take a look at some of these kids. I would expect yeah. Seaman to be back up soon too, right? I mean, they hung on to Raquel, and, you know, he's obviously their best goal scorer, so he's playing. Drysdale looks good. I like the move, too, from Hayden Fleury. Like, just he's a good defenseman. On most teams, he would be in the lineup every day as just Carolina just has a ton of great defensemen mm-hmm. to get him in. So I thought that was an underrated pickup from them as well. Uh, Matt, what do you got for us for uh, for Wednesday? All righty, let's recap Wednesday. Um, for your picks, you went four and two. You hit the mini money line. You hit Montreal Calgary under six. Uh, the Jets money line, the Golden Knights money line. You missed on the Blues money money line, and you missed on the mini under. Brings your win loss to one nineteen and seventy eight. Shot shot props uh, one and six. Whoa! Yeah. Oh, man. Fial, Fiala went under. Uh, Kyle Connor and Connor Brown went under. Our boy Miko Rantanen went under. Timo Connor Meyer Brown. went under. And the only person who came through for you was Marchessault, so, and he had seven shots, which was yes. uh, pretty damn good. He's been nice, automatic. Nice. Um, that brings your shot prop win loss to fifty six and thirty one. So still pretty damn impressive. Yeah, one and six. Yikes, that's brutal. We gotta. Uh, we yeah, gotta... don't worry, Meany. I I have those nights too. <laughs> that's uh, uh, those aren't fun. No, no, they're not. Uh, Wednesday. <laughs> I remember now that looking back, like Wednesday was a was an awful day. And our subs were weren't too happy. They were like, oh, well, bounce back again. It's been like that over the past two weeks. I find it's it's just been hovering around the ninety unit mark. It's it's bad night, good night, bad night, good night. Like I'd like to string a couple here. Hockey's together. tough. Like I don't know what Hockey's to say tough, about this yeah. year. It used to be, and I talked a blessing about this on our gambling show. It used to be the easiest sport. You'd find things, yeah. edges, teams, last game, road trip. There was things that were like beautiful. You could play them all the time and win like seven or eight out of ten times. Now there's no rhyme or reason to anything. Like there's like the, the, the trends are weird. Like things are happening. A team will show up. They want, it's just, it's all over the map, man. It's tough. It is tough. Yeah. Uh, the pens ruined all my parlay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Day. Yeah. I'd like to thank the penguins. That was, Did come you on, guys. See they had zero shots in the first 12 joke. minutes of the game and three in the first period. Like you're not going to score on Carter. And I had like the that. Sabres, meaning I had the Sabres oh, against wow. Washington. Wow. You know, those things were huge, man. I go, wow. this is a bad spot for the capitals. They're going to lay an egg. Oh yeah. Thanks. Thanks Pittsburgh. God, wow. I got That team bothers me too. Uh, penguins that's... and sharks. Those cold weather. <laughs> Pricks. 
Good on you for the Sabres. Also, like, anybody who's in a season-long league, like a keeper league or a dynasty league, just kind of hover. You're not going to make the playoffs. Like, hover your uh, your waiver wire. Casey Middlestad is looking like Yes, they're playing him now. We thought he would look like three or four years ago. Correct. Uh, yeah, he's playing really good lately. Like, I would pick him up and rock him throughout the fantasy hockey playoffs. Like, he's getting a lot of ice time. He's looking good. Yeah, but the pen screwed me yesterday. We almost had a 10 to one parlay. It was like a four game total. And that one uh, the other night was a late goal. Empty netter screwed me there. And then last night just had Pittsburgh and a bunch of parlays, like had Carolina in the under, Rangers in the under. Then just the pen. Yep. Yeah, no, I had the Rangers yeah. everywhere, puck line, everything. Here's the thing, guys. And sir, I, I really I wanted to tell you this and meaning you know, think about these teams that everyone's left for dead. Anaheim playing the best hockey. Detroit. Hey, Chicago, you Detroit's need a win. It doesn't bad. matter. The Detroit Red Wings, who cares? Hey, Mantha, he's going to be great for Washington, but they like their young core. They're playing hard. Buffalo, Detroit, Anaheim, all these lesser lights, these teams that are playing with house money that are dead are playing great hockey. So I got to remember this. It's not automatic that when Washington plays Buffalo, they're going to win. Some of these teams are going to take nights off. They have to think about the big picture. It's tough, right? So you got to be really careful what favorites that you put in there. Like the Rangers, have, they have to run the table because they got to catch Boston, which is probably not going to happen, but that's different, right? And, and the Devils yeah. are one of those teams that have kind of folded, whereas the good young teams that got rid of parts are playing well. Ducks, Red Wings, Sabres. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great call, right? Some of these kids, they're playing for their jobs. jobs. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And, and, and those are the ones, those teams that you mentioned are the ones, right? Detroit is one. Detroit's great. We've talked mm-hmm. about them numerous times. Like the success they've had against a Carolina team, they beat Tampa like on Sunday, five yeah. to one, <laughs> a couple five weeks ago. You crushed them. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, Detroit is one of those teams that, uh, yeah, they're one to look at here in the last couple of weeks of the season. All right, what do you got for us? What's on your card? What's on my card, Meanie? That's a question. I, Matt, I want to see what's on your card too, buddy. We'll, we'll see what happens tonight. But we talk about Calgary. I think that has to happen. So we're going to take the Calgary Flames, Meanie, and we're also going to take the under in that game. Are you going back to the under, buddy, in that game against Montreal, yes. playoff-style hockey? Yes. I think it will be too. Even with the empty netter, I think we get five goals max and we're getting the hook. I wish really wish we got six, but five and a half right now i'll deal with it the islanders in a bounce back situation plus 100 it'll be a small play on the card uh minnesota uh regulation and in parlays i think we're going to take the wild over the sharks and the total over five and a half kings and avalanche i'm going to lay lay off this one kings might show up but i'm not going to bet it i can't do that and the anaheim ducks vegas golden knights game over five and a half i really like in that spot i might play the ducks uh plus one and a half and you're only laying uh, 20 cents there on the on the puck line. What do you think, Meany? Um, let's bring in Maddie. Maddie, what do you got? Hey. All right, I'm going to take the Flames here on the money line. Plus 115 is the updated oh, odd I'm wrong? seeing right now. What yeah, I, I can't, I can't wait for all place. of us to Yay. lick our wounds next Friday. Um, for the Islanders and Bruins game, I'm going to go with the Islanders in a bounce back spot here. Uh, I'm no betting the Sharks and Wild. I'm no betting the Kings and Avalanche. If I do touch the Kings and Avalanche, I mean, I might do a little puck line parlay between the Avs and I actually like the Golden Knights. I'm against Cam on this one. I like the Golden Knights minus one and a half at plus 105. Uh, I think for a while now we haven't seen the Golden Knights with a decent puck line number and I kind of just want to dabble in it because I think the Ducks out of all these teams on the slate, have the most realistic chance of laying up in uh, just a complete dud. It could happen. Yeah, no, I like the over more than the game, to be honest with you. I just like the way the Ducks are playing. All right, so three for three on the Flames. What could go wrong, right? <laughs> Calgary and the under. I just, like, I really like that under. Uh, that's probably my favorite play of the entire, like, on the entire slate. 
Uh, but Calgary and the under, I am going to go to Minnesota. I'm going to include them in a couple parlays here, Minnesota. And I think that's the game from a DFS standpoint, like get in on on some wild, avoid the Islanders and Bruins and the flames and the Canadians from a DFS standpoint. I think you want many, I think we'll see some goals in Vegas and, and Anaheim. And I think we'll see some goals in Colorado and LA too. So like, those are the three from a DFS standpoint, I'll, I'll throw out Mike Riley as an underpriced defenseman getting a lot of uh, ice time since he was acquired from Boston shooting the puck a lot, block some shots, but back to the picks Calgary and under Minnesota. I'm taking Colorado on the puck line and I'm with you cam on Vegas and Anaheim over the number. Um, and let's throw the Islers, Islanders on there. I think the Islanders bounce back as well. Nice. So agree in the under Minnesota, Colorado puck line, Vegas, Anaheim over and Isles go back to the shot props, you know, just cause it was a bad Wednesday. It's okay. We'll go back to it. Uh, Rantanen, over two and a half, McKinnon over three and a half, Marcius over two and a half, Taylor Hall over two and a half, Timo Meyer. I'm going to stay away from. And then I want to have some fun with these two point nights. I'm going to choose McKinnon 2.9 at plus 130, but I don't mind ranting in two at plus, I think he was plus 165 for a two point nine. I think those abs guys, uh, will, they'll probably, that line alone will probably score two or three goals against the Kings. All right, Cam, final words, bud. Uh, final words. If the Sharks win tonight, <laughs> sorry, no, no. Hey, let's just let's just let's just win some money, buddy. It's Friday. Let's get the let's get the party started here. But uh, no, I feel we're on the same page. And if Matt's with us, meaning I think it's going to be good uh, good luck too. So we're all on the Flames. We all like the Islanders, the Minnesota over. Yeah, let's just make some money, man. I'm I, I'd like to have a really nice Friday. Let's have a nice Friday. Let's have a nice weekend. We'll be back on Monday from Cam Stewart, Matt Best, myself, Chris Mee. Thanks as always for taking the time to hang out. Any questions, leave them there in the YouTube section. Circle back before a puck drop. Good luck tonight. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. Cheers.